Welcome to the Bring Your Dreams Alive podcast. Are you ready to bring your dreams alive for real? Check out my Bring Your Dreams Alive audio activations as my gift at meetcoreymichelle.com forward slash gift. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited for you to hear this interview today. It was recorded a little while ago in our Advanced Manifestation Facebook group. And we thought that over the holidays, it would be such amazing inspiration to see how people in our company's lives have transformed. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Advanced Manifestation Community for Seasoned Manifestors. I have a very special guest today, Lori Dodson. And we're going to be talking about all things juicy. Lori is in our high-level program, Creation Academy. And There's a few things that she embodies and creates that I wanted to share with you guys today and getting to work with her deeper, getting to know how we were just calling ourselves junkies of our own evolution, our own expansion, our own growth. (laughs) And I think that's sort of the embodiment of an advanced manifester anyway, because you're just never done and there's always more and you're like, Ooh, I can have more. I can do more. I can create more. I can be more, right? It's awesome. So welcome, Lori, to this live stream. Yeah, thank you so (laughs) much for having me. I'm just honored, always honored to be in your space, but even more to be in this space. So thank you. You are so welcome. You're so cool. Let's just start real quick with what is it that you do? Because you're a coach. Mm -hmm. Share with people who you work with and what you do. Yeah, so I typically work with entrepreneurs And I geek out over finding what their unique magic is and where they're not inputting that into their business so that we can input that into their business so that their business just naturally and easily starts to grow and manifest more. That's so awesome. And I love it. It sounds like you're amplifying and adding their magic to their business because we've got business, normal mainstream sort of business where you do a business plan and you it's very fill in the boxes, tick off the boxes sort of stuff, right? But when we work with someone's magic, it's really so different than traditional business. And it takes a different kind of mindset, number one, to be able to coach people in that space, but also to be able to run a business from the inside out, basically. For sure. Right? And that's what I love so much about you is the example that you are of okay, I'm not going to do it like everybody else. And when we start to recognize that we're not going to do it like everybody else, that really is that secret sauce, right? The secret sauce is your personal sauce. Yeah, it's your personal sauce. (laughs) Oh, yes, it's so true. Your personal sauce, your sauce is a secret sauce. There is, and we, everybody out there is looking for like, okay, what is their sauce? And let me try to emulate their sauce. Let me try to do their sauce. Right. And looking outside, because that's just the programming, it's the conditioning we all have. Right. And when we start to go, wait a second, that might be a great example. Right. But what's really my sauce? Right. What is my magic? And we sometimes we have similar magics too. Sometimes we have very, very similar magic, which is kind of cool too. Awesome. Yeah. So, Lori, what was going on in your business that had and your life? Because my programs are from the inside out. So, some people are entrepreneurs, some people are not entrepreneurs, but everybody wants to evolve into a higher level of being able to create their life for themselves. So what was going on in your world that had you want to step into your long container with us? 
Yeah. So I think for me, the, the biggest thing was it was so easy for me to see what was possible. Like it was crystal clear. I could touch it. I could feel it. I could lick it, but I couldn't step into it. And I didn't know why. And it was like this glass that I kept walking into and walking into because I'm like, it's right there. And so I knew that I needed something, someone to see what I couldn't see, Mm. right? Because as a coach, right, I do, that's what's kind of cool about you and I is like a lot of our things are so similar yet different, right? And so being in this space where I can totally see other people's glass between where they are and what they want. And it's so easy. I'm like, here, here. And I'm giving all of this magic to everyone else. And here I sit going, I don't know what I'm missing. (laughs) And so really it was just, it was just that. I just knew I needed someone to see what I couldn't see in the moment. Yeah. Oh, that's, I love it. I love it. It's so true too. It's so true. We can't see our own blind spots right? Because they're blind spots for us. Right. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) But like, there's this idea that we should be able to see our own blind spots. We should be able to do it ourselves. We should be able to catch those things. And and it's so crazy. I know when I see my own stuff, I'm like, ah, that seems so obvious. (laughs) And then you just have humility with yourself and go, okay, well, that's great. Now I know. And then you move on. But to have people in your life that can see the blind spots that you trust to be able to point them out in ways that's expansive, right, is, I think, a real gift. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And from my perspective, we're not created to do this alone. And so that is really, to me, that that built-in aspect of the blind spots is because if we could do it all on our own, we'd be out here as an island. And I mean, honestly, I think we could really figure it out with our guidance system, but it would not nearly be as much fun. Mm-hmm. And so I think it it's built in that it's more difficult so that we pursue relationship with other people and being in the container together. And yeah, yeah, yeah we really we definitely learned so much from each other too. And even each other's experiences where it's like, oh, look at what's going on over there. And then Two months later, something happens similar and you go, oh, I see how to get out of this, right? (laughs) For sure. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. All right. So let's look at, I want to talk about a couple of your transformations that you've had over this past year. So in your opinion, sort of what you were wanting to create more of that, basically have people see your blind spots, right? And be in a container where you're like, okay, I don't need to do this all myself, which is so cool. So what are some of the things you've noticed that have become easier or any or the quantum leaps that you've had? Yeah, the first one that comes up to me is I feel like I got permission to believe that that thing that I saw was allowed for me. And it's kind of like I could see it possible for other people, right? That's super easy for me. But it was like my old belief systems were so embedded that I couldn't see that something that amazing was for me because I felt arrogant and I felt like, who am I too? And it was like this permission, this constant over and over permission to just go, yes, if you can see it, you can have it. If you desire it, it's yours. If you're asking for it, it's because it was already sitting there waiting for you to ask, right? And I think that that those are some of the biggest permissions that I got in Creation Academy and that I continue to get. 
And so really now being able to function from a place where I get to start believing that I get to believe it just because I want to believe it and not because it has to be validated outside of me in any way. Mm -hmm. I love that. It doesn't have to be validated. It's all on the inside. For everybody listening or watching us on this live stream, like, what would it be like if you gave yourself total 100% permission to trust and believe that what you're aware of that you would like to have for your life is available, is for you, and it's for you? Yeah, and I think that's even the bigger for at least me because I saw that it was available, but I didn't necessarily know it was available for me. And so, so that was like that even bigger, deeper, like stepping into it was, yeah, yeah, it's for me. Yeah. (laughs) So it is for you. It is for you. One of the things I love about you, Lori, is that you're always on the edge of your seat with your own expansion. You always are like, okay, here's what's going on. And you have this willingness to put it on the table and say, this might sound a little weird, but this is what's going on for me. Help right? That just makes it so fun to facilitate with you because you're just like, all right, let's go. And energetically, you show me everything. So you're like, here's everything I got. What's going on over here? Like, I can't see it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that really that's because of you, right? Because the barrier that I would normally, especially as a coach, right? The barrier that I would normally carry to make sure that, that I was okay and that I was safe and that it was, this was acceptable for me to have this blind spot. It's like with you, I walked in and it was like zero judgment. And so I didn't have to put up any walls. I didn't have to put up any facades. I got to come, I mean, I feel like completely naked. Like I would show up energetically naked without any shame of anything being wrong with me. Just that, okay, like this is what the blind spot is. This is the next step. This is what we're doing, right? And it really was a safe place that you created for me to come and be so energetically naked before you. (laughs) Energetically naked. Well, it just makes it, thank you for that. And it just makes it so easy to facilitate when those barriers aren't up. And I'm sure you notice that with your clients too. It's like when people come and they're like, I don't know about this. Let me put some shielding up and like, let me just check this out through my little peephole (laughs) on the door. You're like, like, I can't get in. I can't see anything. I can't actually help you here. See your blind spots because you're not, you're like guarding yourself even right from receiving. And so I think that your ability to receive is just is so fun to work with you. (laughs) All right. So let's I want to talk about this, this thing that Lori and I both share. And I think that it's where we're all going. And it's available to all of us. And that is living a guided life, right? We can live from our heads and our heads are telling us here's what's right. Here's what we should do. Here's the marketing thing, or here's the right choice, or here's the, the right thing to say. Everything is like, we're trying to get it right right? And it's a lot of it's coming from our head or it's planned or it's some structure, it's some whatever. But there's this other space that years ago I tapped into for myself, which is you show me, you show me what's next. You show me what I can choose next. You show me how this goes. You show me the energy of this. And I call this living guided. So it's less about our egos 
our minds trying to construct our lives, but we actually surrendering to the life we came to live and what's available to us. And I find that's the easier route. But Lori tunes into that. And that's like a big part of her message. So Lori, can you share a little bit about what that's like for you? Yeah. So call it whatever you want to call it. We all call it something different. Universe, God, source. I personally call it God, but the energy of it is this this beautiful GPS system that is dialed in just for me from where I'm at to where I'm going. And it's kind of like what you said, that that guided life where I get to just show up and something goes, oh, look over here. And I go, okay. And I don't always listen. Like that's been the progression of, okay, it was easy for, or that's what I got from being in Creation Academy. It's way easier for me to hear it and believe that that's for me. And now the next step is, okay, okay, I'll do it regardless of what it looks like because, well, but nobody else is doing it. Well, that's because it's not for anybody else except for me, right? That is that personal guidance system is it's just for me. And so if everybody was doing it, then it wouldn't be unique to me. And so I like to talk about how if your guidance system is telling you something freaky, probably that's because it's your guidance system, (laughs) right? Because it looks freaky compared to what everyone else is doing. Cheers to that. But it really is, like you were saying, it's an easeful-er life because I'm not sitting there anymore trying to figure out and I'm no longer locked in the fear of getting it wrong. Mm. Because even if it doesn't look the way that I think it should, if I followed that prompting, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what the result is. It doesn't matter because I know that it's taking me where I want to go in a direction that maybe I would have never chosen, right? Because I would have tried to human the shit out of it and like effort it and toil it and right. But when we're guided, it really is this easeful, floating, flowy kind of just showing up and playing with the energy. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's like you're letting your hot air balloon and you're just letting go of the tethers to allow yourself to float. And then you've got the little bit of steering that you've got, and then you've got the wind, right? So you've prepared your vessel to be able to be guided by the hot air and then the wind. And I remember being in hot air and you could feel how unstable and also stable it was at the same time because you're floating in the air, right? (laughs) And I remember going up in this hot, well, it was, I did it a few years ago. So I went when I was a kid too, but a few years ago, consciously noticing how much fear was coming up of like, oh no, what if the bottom drops out? Oh no, what if these things, the ropes or whatever that are holding us to the balloon break? Oh no, what if all that fire that's going in actually puts the balloon on fire, right? What if we come crashing down, right? Like all of these things could go wrong. All of these things might not work, but it works. You work and you are that hot air balloon, right? And all of your energy and your focus is the the hot air bringing you up to allow like the wind to guide you to your next destination and next awareness, right? So I love that. I love that. So with you, in terms of breakthroughs that you've had, I'm so curious because one of the things that I remember you were doing is, and you sort of said this a second ago, but a lot of where your attention was going to your business was coming through your head, right? It was a lot of thinking and analyzing And like, I got to figure this out. Like, this doesn't really make sense. Like my awareness, my guidance is over here. 
but I'm like, I should be this, right? <laughs> and what was it like for you to, it's like in that process of starting to see that you don't need to put all of your focus through your head when you're creating your business? Because it seems to, when we're creating our business, it goes very heady a lot of times. Most people go to their head to create it, right? So what was that like for you transitioning to more of your awareness and the guidance? I also added, what did you have to let go or what are you still letting go? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So it's funny because I would say it felt like you just described in the balloon is the fact that I kept going, okay, but if I let go, if I don't do it the way that everybody else is telling me to do it or should do it, if I really just like freely do all these things, then like the bottom's going to fall out, right? Because I came from a place where I was very structured and, and my human was very successful. And I could do a lot of very successful things before I started my awakening, whatever we call this, right? And so to actually do it the almost exact opposite way than I had ever done it before was scary. And I was like, yeah, but, and then I think the fact that I had been so successful in my previous career to go, oh, well now I'm going to do this other business. And what if now I'm not as successful? And what is that going to mean about me? And really I had to let go. And I know this sounds really bizarre, but I had to let go of my personal significance and trust that what was leading me was going to allow me to have and do and be all the things that I wanted to have and do and be without having to be significant and do it right and get it right and what is right and all of those programs of the idleness of appropriate and inappropriate, right? So it really was giving up that. I like how you talk about it, that old identity of somebody who, right? Somebody who does this, somebody who does that. And I had to go, okay, I'll be somebody who doesn't try so hard, right? Because I really liked trying hard. It was fun for me in the beginning, in the beginning, right? And then it was like toilsome because the shift that I was making was allowing me to not have to try so hard right? And so the what worked for me before wasn't working for me anymore because I was shifting into that new identity, that new consciousness of what more was available and more from the perspective of, I don't have to do it alone. I don't have to do it the way that everyone else does it. And I can find the cool, fun, different, exciting, forever expanding way that I personally get to do it that is, again, unique to me. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. The shift is, it's so fun to witness the the shift of when we go, ah, oh, to, oh, and then the all come up again and we go, oh, okay. And then we go, okay, I can do this. I can, oh, wow. Oh, it's working. It's working. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I can trust. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, you know, something else will pop up. That's a little bit different, sort of catches you your blind spot. And then you go, Oh, okay. All right. And then you start calibrating to this is the new way. And this is the way the authentic way, the centered way, the the guided way. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love this conversation or I love this. One of the things you brought to the table, which is how do I teach? I just think it's so powerful because 
Lori works mostly with people who are Christian. Okay. And she had this inner conflict of like, my version of what this is, is different than what's being taught. And you sort of said that before. And when we have such a different perspective, like out of the box perspective of how something works, and there's a lot of rightness about, no, this is the way it is in anything. I mean, even look at you look at weight loss, right? People are like, no, calories in, calories out. And then there's other people like, no, hormonal weight gain has nothing to do with what you put in your mouth, right? Like, so you have these different perspectives. And what Lori puts together, these ideas and this from this different perspective, that is totally like you can see, like when she's even talking, it's almost like light is just coming through you. That putting these things together are is really connecting the dots in so many different ways. And what was one of the things you were struggling with is, can I actually do this? Can I bring this new or my perspective to this? And right. And then I'm already perceiving that some people aren't going to accept it. So what has that been like for you to integrate that into your world and, and be confident now presenting your way? Yeah, it's interesting because I think the biggest shift, and again, I hear your voice in my head when I'm thinking about before I was thinking that, okay, the people I was going to talk to were Christian people, but the Christian people didn't believe me because they kicked me out of the church, right? But really, the more I allowed myself to just be me, the more I attracted the people who were like me. They used to identify as Christians in the church, but they were growing into this place where it didn't match either. And of course, being the leader, right? If we're called to show up on this planet and bring something different and new in some facet to some dynamic, well, of course, everybody else isn't talking about it because then you wouldn't need to be there, right? And so the permission, again, the permission for me to just be me, for me to authentically just show up as me, saying the words that I'm being guided to say, and then recognizing that I'm not even talking to the people that I thought I was going to talk to, right? It's this whole dynamic of people that have been looking for me. And I think that that's the beauty of that whole like ask and it's given. Well, ask and it's given because there's this thing over here that's asking for something from over here. And then I get the download, do this thing. And it's because I'm the answer to their ask. And they're the answer to my ask. And then here it is. Yeah, it's magic. I just got chills all over my body. Me too. Right? Because that's it when we get to show up just authentically us. Yes, that. (laughs) Exactly. 100 billion percent that, right? Our awarenesses, I find that so much of the time. I have awareness, I action it, and I go, oh, I find out why. And so much of the time, it's because somebody else asked for it. Somebody else was requiring my energy or requiring that or was wishing for this or whatever. And I go, okay. So answering the call is answering the call, right? Like for you to step in to be a contribution, right? And when you release the the ego or the thinking or the construct or the limitations or the fear and just follow those awarenesses, then you are being guided to answer the call. 
And it's funny, I'm sitting here at this Airbnb today. I got here last night and I was supposed to go to this event this weekend. And I'm not going to the event. I'm putting on my own event this weekend. So everything switched around. And I was just this morning going, why am I here? Because this is not the kind of Airbnb I would normally stay in. I was like, why am I here? Why am I here? And I just on this call, I went there while we're talking. It's like, ah, I'm here for the energy. Mm-hmm. I'm here not to maybe receive the energy, but also be an energy. And I went, okay, all right. And then as everything just goes, okay, all right, settled in, all good. It all starts to make sense and energetically, right? Yeah. And I love what you just said, because I think that's another shift that I didn't even realize until like to actually like verbally talk about. But the fact that that that's the other shift is when I show up in business, okay, well, how am I going to build my business? And what do I need to do to grow my business? And that ego of that lack, right? And when I start showing up as me, and I, I accept myself as me, as the brilliant me that I am, now it shifts to, wait, holy shit, I have something to contribute, right? I have something to give. I'm not here always to receive from the perspective of like, I receive here so that I can contribute here, right? And so I become the contribution instead of trying to figure out how to receive from this way, right? It's the receiving here so I can contribute here. And so that was, yeah, I would say another huge shift in that I made that I didn't know that the articulation of it wasn't until just now when you said that. Very cool. And that's really it. Like the, I mean, what you're saying, but you didn't say is knowing that you are a contribution, like embodying that gifting and receiving at any moment. I remember going to events years ago where I'd be like, okay, how many leads can I get? What can I get out of this? What's in very much lack scarcity sort of mindset? Because I didn't believe in myself. I didn't know that walking in there, I was going to be a contribution. And people probably could have told me all day long, oh, yes, you're a contribution for whatever reason. I probably needed data. Like, tell me the reason you think that, right? But when you really get that you as a being, anywhere you go as a contribution and asking for that, hey, or you don't even need to ask, really, you can ask for the awareness. But Everywhere you go, you're intrinsically, you can't help it, but be a contribution. Yeah. And I would say, I know you're not asking me right now, but I'm going to tell you, here's the other really big thing, because it goes along with what you're saying. (laughs) And I remember this for years. I remember you talking about getting paid to be you, getting paid to be you. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was all like that cognitive, heady stuff. And I had to send a message to Corey just the other day because I was teaching a class and I woke up that morning and I was like, this is it. I'm getting paid to just be me, right? But it wasn't until I could start showing up authentically me that I could get paid to be me, right? Because I had to be authentic because before it was like, oh, this information's so good and my coaching is so good. And, and it was all about that instead of just me showing up as me. And so I had to send Corey this message. I get it. I finally got paid to be me. And it was, it was amazing. But again, that's the being in the container, right? That constant reminder, right? Because we can take classes here and there, but there's something about being in that container of that constant reminding that I'm okay, that I'm brilliant, that I'm okay, that I'm magic, that not because of what I do, 
but because of who I be. Yeah. Oh, I loved getting that message. I was like, yes, yes, oh, yes. But it really is the consistency, right? Because like so many of us, we struggle with consistency. We can be consistent in certain ways, but not other ways. Consistently having reminders and the energetic reminders, the verbal reminders, the the other reminders that we do in like Creation Academy, but the reminding is the repatterning, right? And that's what creates the sustainable transformation. Like, could you go back to the the version of you you were a few months ago? Not even if I tried. Like, I look back and I'm like, how did I even struggle with those things before? Right? Things that I'm like, oh, this looks familiar, but it doesn't even like, how could I have not just stepped into this before? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's our biggest target, right? Is to upgrade who you're being, how you see yourself, how you're functioning into this more organic, authentic way, such that the old version, the old identity is actually no longer accessible. Right. And so when we do that and pattern in, it's kind of like I talk about it like this, where it's like wax on, wax off. Right. You're like, why am I doing this? Why am I looking at energetic priorities? Why am I doing this weekly accountability thing? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my life is totally different. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Create that sustainable identity shift where you can't go back. And that's like everybody's biggest fear. It's like, what if I go backwards? And when you have the identity shifts, these quantum leaps, you sustain at that new level because you can't go back. And that reason is, is because you've reprogrammed into your subconscious, this new identity, the future self in, right? What we talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I think, again, that's the reminder that I get on a regular basis in the container is I haven't really gone back. I might think I've gone back, but I haven't gone back. This is just residue of those old programs. This is just residue of those old habits, those old energetic addictions, right? And being able to continue to show up to go, no, you're okay. We're still moving forward. Like you haven't gone back. Just keep your focus forward. Where are you going? Where are you going? And yeah, yeah. again, just that reminder. Yeah. And that is so key because when we have these quantum leaps in life and we have these identity shifts, or even when we have a lot of success in an area, or and even you see it with people who lose a lot of weight, they go, I still feel like my body is the way that it was, right? It takes a while for us to go, oh, this is what's now, like this is what's new. And I remember even when I started really making consistent $20,000, $30,000 months, I was like, okay, I feel like I've made it. I'm traveling the world, but I still have to do my laundry. Right. So there was all these things that were still the same. And I went, okay, I'm still actually the same person. There was so much that was actually the same. And then there was all this that was totally different. And it was a little bit of a mind fuck because I was like, wait, I guess I had this fantasy that once I did this accomplishment, then everything would be different. But I have no idea what that was going to (laughs) be. But it was going to be different. Once I got to New Zealand, then. My life would be different. I mean, maybe somebody else would be always be doing my laundry. I don't know. But that's where even there's still triggers of fears. There's still triggers of you would think old stuff, but what it really is is the feeling, the energy, the emotion that is connected to the old thing. But the energy or the emotion or the feeling or whatever it is, or even awareness is not connected to that anymore. So when you were just saying, like, you don't go back. That's because now you know cognitively and consciousness, it's no this 
feeling of, oh shit feeling isn't connected to I'm a failure anymore, right? It's not connected there. It's just a momentary whatever. Okay, this is what's going on. Let's acknowledge some stuff and move on. It's not got the same patterns as it used to. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's that removing of the wrongness and having that different priority and that thing to focus on and that thing to be looking forward to. And yeah, because there's always more, right? That was what we were talking about with the whole junky thing. Yeah, there's always more. There's nowhere to arrive except for to know that you're capable of anything. Exactly. You are capable of anything. Oh my goodness, Lori, I adore you. So is there anything else that you would share about your transformation or even about being in Creation Academy? Yeah, I think, gosh, like one, I'm just eternally grateful. I know that I have sent Corey so many messages about just being eternally grateful because again, that having somebody walk alongside me in what I would perceive as my worst, right? When I'm feeling my worst and I feel like I'm beating myself up the most, to have somebody look at me through the eyes of love and zero judgment to be able to just go, you're okay. Like, let's do this. Like, where's your priority? What can you be looking at? Right? It's not even like a wrongness that I'm even looking at something that I shouldn't be looking at. It's just a, what could you be looking at? Like, what would feel better to look at? Right? And again, I think it's being in that container. There's something about being in the container that just allows for that next version of me to come out because whatever that is, if it scares me, I know I can go into the container and go, is this scary to anyone else? No, this is amazing, right? And just having that freedom to be me, no matter what comes up, whether it's way bigger than I think it should be or scarier than I think it should be or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's like, nothing surprises you from the perspective of just it's energy. Okay. What are we going to do with it? So yeah, I'm just forever grateful for you showing up as you and you stepping out as you and creating a container for me to get to be magic and genius in. So thank you. You are so welcome. It is always an honor, always an honor. If you want to connect with Lori, we'll put her details below. If you get in her vibe and you're like, I need to connect with this woman, Lori is amazing and has so much to offer as well. So Lori, thank you so much for joining us today. And I wonder what else is possible now. All right. Big wishes to everybody watching. Thank you. Have a magical day. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bring Your Dreams Alive. Now, if you're someone who would like to turn your desires into reality, to know how to create anything at any time, to have energetic self-mastery, to tap into your 5D consciousness and bring those dreams alive, check out my latest webinar where I share all the secrets on how to shift your mindset and your consciousness so that you can confidently bring your dreams alive, even if you've been feeling stuck or blocked. Check it out today at meetcoreymichelle.com forward slash webinar.